0: What's the hardest things about being a YouTuber now? You've been you've been in this for two years now, basically um, a year and a half, two years,
1: full time. Well, full time, yeah. One and a half, yeah. yeah, yeah. The hardest thing is juggling everything. I feel like. <laughs> it's it's very tough. Um, I am struggling a lot. So,
0: all right, welcome to into- um, welcome to another podcast. We have Leela from wait. Are you from the Netherlands? Yes, okay, I, I was Okay, I was going to say Denmark for a second. I was like, no, that's not it.
1: That is such a thing. Like a lot of Americans as well, they've been confusing Denmark with the Netherlands and Danish with Dutch. Yeah, it's a whole thing.
0: I mean, it's kind of all the same here. No, i was just
1: kidding. <laughs> you're, you're half European. You can't know, say that. You can't say that It's stuff. like
0: somebody calling me a Swedish. I'm like, I'm not Swedish. Right? <laughs> you're all the same. But wait, Netherlands... Do you, are you you guys aren't Scandinavian though, right? No, no, no. And so you guys are pretty different then. Yeah. I th-
1: I mean we're I mean with the exception of me because I'm half Moroccan half Dutch. Uh, Dutch You're people, half Moroccan. I'm eh? half Moroccan. I did not know that. Um, the Dutch people they are blonde and blue eyes, so I think that we have that in common.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs>
1: other than that, there are still a few countries in between. We're like west northern yeah. Europe, I'd say. I've never
0: actually been to the Netherlands, which is surprising. because Have I've you been not?
1: Dutch GP next year or whenever it is. I know, I know. Well, now I'm go. going to like
0: every single race, every we're going to, so we're going to Iceland tomorrow and then we're going to Austin Grumpy the next weekend. So like we got like a day and a half off or whatever and then we're straight to that. Okay, so you're visiting here, have you done this? Have you come to North America to visit all your YouTuber friends before? Is this the first?
1: This is like the first time. So I went to uh, an event called VidSummit in 2019. Yep. And then the pandemic hit. And I this trip, I've That's been it. seeing so many of my friends for the first time, even though we've yeah. been talking for like two years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is like my first time actually meeting a lot of YouTube friends.
0: When did you... When did your channel... When do you feel like it started to take off? Like when did you kind of go full-time and all that stuff
1: um, so I started my YouTube channel in the summer of 2019 okay um, and then it kind of started snowballing right away and I wasn't was really it right ready away
0: filmmaking? It. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I did the whole filmmaking because that's kind of like, I love storytelling. Yeah. So um, that's what I started doing on my channel. And then I went full time one and a half years later when I had a little less than 50,000 subscribers. Okay. Yeah.
0: Nice. What was full time was once you were able to make enough money to quit yes. a job? or Did you have a di- another job or something? Or are you well, at
1: the- that moment, I didn't have um, another job due to personal circumstances. Mm. But um, yeah, so I... Did it full time and I was able to start making nice. my, my, my own. How many months money. did it take you to go full time?
0: Um, or or,
1: so I started in, I think, so July 2019. And then in December 2020, I went full time.
0: So that's pretty good. That's like seven months or something? No, it's one months? and a
1: half years. No, that's not. Oh, a full, okay. okay yeah.
0: <laughs> that's still pretty fast, though. Yeah. I think I'd for a lot so. of people, like they talk about, like, oh, I did YouTube for 10 years before I, you know, like, yeah. and I, like, I, I, like for me, it took, four months or three months or something like that. It was full time, but it was cause I had like a, I had a very different situation, I think because I had already been in the filmmaker world. I was already freelancing. And so it was pretty easy to transition mm-hmm. to it. And as soon as YouTube kind of took off for me, which was like the first tutorial took off. And then it was wow. like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely had, you know, I think I had the, the, the puzzle pieces there and I just had to put it together. And then it was like, all right, let's go, you know, whereas a lot of people start YouTube with like, they haven't done things yet, you know, they haven't been in this world or that world. It's yeah. really easy or much easier, I think, to come to YouTube or social media when you've already, you know, you're a pro soccer player or something like that, yeah. football, where you guys, are, you know, and then, you know, you start a YouTube channel. It's like, oh, I know that person, you know, or, or, or I respect that what he's done, you know, or she's done. Um, what was it like for you? YouTube, did you want to become a YouTuber for a while? Like, was this just like a oh, okay, I'm a YouTuber now. Like, How did that happen for you? It
1: was the latter. I When I started YouTube, my goal was to hopefully find some people online, have some online friends who share the same passion as me because in the Netherlands, I don't really have any of these creative friends around me. Right. So that was the goal was to just like, do something that I love because actually I wanted to start a video production company. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when you have to build your portfolio, you have to do free work, yeah. it was fucking, was fucking terrible.
0: It's <laughs> okay. You can swear. That's a- <laughs> yeah, we're
1: already starting with the uh, and this
0: video's demonetized now. No, <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm sorry. Um, no, but it w- it wasn't good. Um, so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm actually noticing that when you do uh, when you have a, 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 like a video production company, you still can't be as creative as you want to be. So mm. I wanted to start YouTube for that reason and also find some online friends to share my passion with.
0: Yeah,
1: and then it just snowballed and it turned into this thing that I never thought it would be. I was also like, me, why? Mm. Mm. I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, so at one point I was like, because Adobe reached out to me when I was doing YouTube for like a few months and oh, nice. I had like a thousand subscribers. I am like, are you sure, are you sure you're <laughs> talking to the right person? You know, an Epidemic reached out very early on. Yeah. I was like, why do these brands want to work with me? It was <laughs> so weird. So yeah, for me, it was never a goal to become a YouTuber, but I'm very, very grateful that mm. I am in the position that I am today.
0: I don't think that that feeling ever changes. I'm still like uh Are you sure you wait, want me here? <laughs> like uh, I'm going to fly to Austin like am I going to get like you guys are going to let me in? Like you sure you're going to let me into the Grand Prix like to take photo video there? Like yeah, everything still feels so bizarre to me and this, uh, this yeah. is like year 6 or something for me like
1: Yeah, it's so surreal. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know it's also surreal when you watch people and you have so much respect for certain people and what they do and now they're your friends it's just Mm. this whole it's it's weird yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's weird how that happens but I love it and yeah
0: well I mean like everybody everybody's just a normal person right you meet people like oh they're great like but they're like a normal person you know like yeah you know everybody has their flaws and good sides and like you know everybody's just a normal person yeah it is the more more you've kind of looked up to somebody the more like you know crazy it is to to meet i was i love the have you had this where people ask you for a selfie and their hand starts shaking? You know, like the <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the best. And everybody has that. Everybody has somebody who gives you that effect. I think
1: it's so surreal because I this year um, the the reason of my trip was to see friends, but also to go to this event called Vid Summit again. Mm, yeah. and I met a lot of people there that I've been watching my channel, which again was was like, what? Why are you watching my channel? Yeah. It's just so weird. Yeah, but I loved it so much to meet to meet these people and to hear their stories about how my content. And has helped them in any mm, way and then yeah. you see you know the little little shaky hand yeah, thing yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like
0: oh my god i'm just me <laughs> yeah
1: but yeah i get it i get it
0: but that's a, also an interesting thing that i think most people don't realize is that no matter what your life is like your life feels normal so, and like yeah. normal and like boring is not the right word but it's like it's just normal. it's just yeah this is my life but to other people your life is exotic right yeah. uh, to other people it's like oh that's interesting you live where Oh, you do what? You know? Yeah. And then, you know, that's vice versa, you know,
1: it's actually funny that you mentioned that because one thing that I've learned is that now that I'm doing YouTube and because I am pretty rare, because I live in the Netherlands and, um, people, because most of, most of the people that watch my stuff, they're American or Canadian. Mm. So they love seeing me go into my city. I'm like, my city? Have you seen my city? They're like, oh, my God, look at this. This is so great. This is so beautiful. That's the thing. And they've actually taught me to look at my own city differently oh, yeah. and go like, oh, you know what? This is actually yeah. a pretty cool city, but it's so normal for me.
0: That's the, the perfect example to yeah. you. It's like these are just normal buildings. This is normal, normal stores. Yeah. And to us, it's like, oh, that's Europe. You know L-
1: yeah literally when I arrived in LA I saw traffic signs I've been only been taking photos of traffic signs because I love them so much <laughs> it's what I see in movies huh? so I totally Tra- get that people think that way of my city but I've been <laughs> taking photos of traffic lights yeah. of traffic signs of all the all the boring quote-unquote things here
0: on this side i mean we're in like a small town in ontario like this is not like there's nothing really special about that other than they do film some like movies and tv show handmaid's tale i don't know if you should watch that that was like There was a scene right there oh really yeah i need to check it out i got kicked off set Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um yeah this is like a normal small town that like doesn't have but then like some people will come here like, this is like a movie set because they've seen that yes. on my videos and Peter's videos. And, you know, like, yes. to them, it's like being on a movie set. And, like, to most people, this is like, A tiny nobody town, you know?
1: (laughs) I mean, after this podcast, I'm definitely going to be walking around for a few hours because I love it so much. It's so cute. It's so beautiful.
0: Yeah. I mean, it does have a cool vibe. It's a nice little like old school, old town, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's just...
1: I guess for you, it's probably boring. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's the same old, same old, you know?
1: So do you consider yourself more Canadian or european
0: Mm, that's a tough question i think well in canada the culture is that you move to canada and you hold on to your culture so you don't it's not a melting pot not Mm -hmm. everybody becomes like america is i think different in that you become american whereas here you're like i'm finnish canadian some italian you know like and so you you hold on to your you're like um all your culture and, and all that so when i'm here i feel i think more finnish uh, still Canadian, mm. of course, but I feel more Finnish. But then when I go to Finland, I feel maybe a little bit more Canadian there. Oh, that's it's that weird. Contrast, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I could both feel very homey nowadays. Okay, so like good. both, I could go back. Uh, you know, if taxes were a little bit better or if for small businesses were a little <laughs> bit better, I could move to Finland. Um, slash, I can't move because then taxes screw me here. Mm. Um, but yeah, I could live in either. Yeah. What do you think about North America? For you as a European, would you move here? Would you move to Canada? Would you move to America? I mean, you've only been here for like a couple days. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, I would say... Yes, but only because I have so many friends on this side of the ocean. And still, you know, Canada and the US, they're a very big countries, so it's not like, very oh, different. I'm going to move to the US and now all my friends are around me. Yeah. Um, but when I was in LA, for example, and I was able to hang out with so many of my friends, it was such a good time, and that made me think like, okay, when I go home, I'm going to be by myself yeah. again, and YouTube is already a pretty lonely job, right? So then not having any creative friends around, um, that's definitely reason for me to want to move. But if I'm going to move to North America, I think Canada is more attracting to me
0: than the U.S. <laughs> oh, all the Americans are like, what? <laughs> no, Canada yeah. is a good country to live in. It's just cold. It's interesting. You said that YouTube is a lonely thing. Mm. I don't think that most people that that don't do YouTube, that just watch YouTube, yeah. would, would think that being a YouTuber is a lonely thing.
1: Oh, it's disclaimer i'm very grateful i don't (laughs) want to complain about my job because i there's nothing i would rather do but there's definitely a few downsides to it like i think something that people don't realize is that you're just by yourself i mean you have tyler here which is great and you have Mm. an editor as well yeah yeah isaac yeah yeah um but if you're just doing everything by yourself you wake up i work from home so i wake up I sit behind my computer all day might film a video or might edit all day Mm. and then i go to bed and then next day it's the same thing and it can get a lot after a long time right and it would be so cool to just call up a friend and be like (laughs) hey let's film a video together or when you were sharing your office with pete yeah um things like that would make it a lot yeah a lot more fun
0: also sharing an office with somebody has this has it's t- <laughs> still <laughs> no. the thesis sis. No, I, I I actually it was super fun having Peter here, but there is like, oh, are you shooting a video? Am I shooting a video? Mm. Like yeah, there's like these like little things and you know how YouTube is so fast paced that like any little like yeah. oh I have to do this extra step, it's just like annoying. You kinda wanna wanna cut out all that, and just make it as like smooth as possible to get to filming whatever yeah. video you need to film or whatever. You know like today we're we're traveling tomorrow so like today we got to get a lot of stuff done yeah if we were in the same office right now like peter's trying to get his stuff i'm trying to get my stuff done it'd be chaos you know yeah I get that. um but then yeah of course it, it'd be it's it's nice to you know you come here and you have your friend right away it's like oh you missed that yeah are you an introvert or an extrovert
1: gosh that's a good question it depends on how you how you define introvert and extrovert are we talking about how to, how we recharge or how we are around people
0: hmm I think the recharge is, like, the true yeah. true uh, measure of, like, if you're an introvert, ex- mm. extrovert. Because, like, I, I, I'd i say I'm an introvert, but I can turn on and, like, be an extrovert. Yeah,
1: you don't seem like an, an introvert yeah, like I, and, in terms and of, I, and of I, and social And I love interactions. this kind of thing, yeah. talking
0: to... But then, like, uh, do I want to be at a party with uh, 100 people? No, no, like, that's not yeah. my thing. Like, and I'm going to be exhausted after. Like, I yeah. just want to be by myself. So, I would measure by that.
1: Like, mm, I think... I honestly don't know. I feel like I'm a mixture of both. Ambivert. Dr- amb- ambivert? Is ambivert. That- ambivert. I think that's a thing. I'm pretty ambivert, sure. <laughs> ambivert, ambivert. Yeah, probably probably something like that. Because during this trip, I have not had a single moment to myself. I've just been with people the entire time from the moment that I wake up mm. until I go to bed. And I'm fine. So then I would think, oh, maybe I'm an extrovert. But I also love being by myself and yeah. just hanging with my cats, watching some <laughs> Netflix, yeah. watching some YouTube. So I don't know. I haven't really, I haven't really figured
0: out what yeah. I am. I, the reason why I ask is... I think a lot of youtubers are introverts yeah and people think that they're extroverts Mm -hmm. and it it, it, like it doesn't intuitively it's like how can you be an introvert you're talking to thousands hundreds of thousands millions of people and it's like well no i'm just talking to a camera yeah yeah like i don't see any of those people (laughs) exactly and for me a lot of times and you know like talking about sharing offers and stuff I would actually love to come to the office and not have anybody here. Oh, wow, yeah. And just like have, and that's probably because I have two kids, like I'm married and so like, kids are on me all the time and like, you know, I don't get it, I'm the dad that plays with the kids and you know, it's like, I don't get downtime at home (laughs) basically. And so it'd be nice to come to the office and just like, just get to focus on my thing. But at the same time, I know if I wanna do certain things, I'm gonna need help. I can't do everything by myself. And so it's like this this balance of good sides and bad sides, like yeah. you're saying, uh, you get lonely, but you know maybe it maybe it is better that way still. Maybe. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think I think it would be better to like be here and have my own space, but then also be able to go yeah. out. I think that would be the best of both worlds for sure.
0: Is there just nobody that does YouTube like you do YouTube, or they're doing it in? dutch <laughs> danish, danish. <laughs> dutch yeah it's
1: dutch that was so funny um no there's de- i i think that there's not if not a lot of people um the filmmaking niche definitely isn't as big in the netherlands as it is in uh the us and canada yeah. and then most of the people that i know on youtube in the netherlands they are mostly like dutch lifestyle influencers mm, who right. just vlog their day yeah. um but no one really like us i'd mm. say that i know of yeah if you if you're listening and you're from the <laughs> netherlands please hit me up
0: <laughs> but also why not why not hit up the other youtubers that are doing lifestyle or whatever whatever yeah. like because i i like i i really enjoy for example i was in saudi arabia um for the grand prix and with a tourism board and, and I didn't know anybody on that trip mm-hmm. and not not nobody else was a filmmaker photographer except for one guy. He does these like paper cutouts and then like takes these cool photos where they like yeah. fit into the scene of like the city or whatever. Um, really cool paper boy. Um, but I was the only one that was like a filmmaker photographer other than him. And like it was really fun. Like yeah. I loved like when I would take some photos and then I send them to them and they're like, "What? Like you took these? Like if I was just with a bunch of other photographers and filming, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, cool, thanks.' Can I can I post that? You know, like, yeah. but like they had completely different reactions. They weren't trying to get the same shot as me. They were just hanging out, and I could film them. I could interact with them. Yeah, I really actually liked it like that.
1: Yeah, maybe I should. I mean, I've tried to reach out to a few people, but I think that also in the Netherlands because my channel. Is so different mm. not a lot of people know of me as well so it's also kind of hard to make that connection i feel like yeah i've reached out to a few agencies um because i would love to you know get some more help with the brand deal side of things because as yeah. a youtuber we have to do everything yeah. and it's a lot of things yeah. so like it, i just want to make vids man i just yeah. want to make videos <laughs> yeah. so I was trying to find someone that could help me with that in the Netherlands, but it seems like no one really knows what to do with me because my channel mm. is in English and it's also very tech and filmmaking yeah. and they're all representing the same kind of you know, like yeah. lifestyle influencers. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I definitely have to put a little bit more effort in it too.
0: Yeah. I've also found that like in s- smaller countries or not America countries, yeah. like Oh, the whole influencer world is very different i think yeah like at least uh like I, i'm i mostly thinking about finland because i know a little bit more about finland like a lot of the you know the youtubers or social media people they'll also get slotted into mainstream media mm. like put on like tv shows and all same, that stuff same yes. whereas like i've never been asked to be on any tv shows in canada or anything yeah. like that or definitely not america and so like there's a difference in I think in how like all that stuff works.
1: Oh yeah, the Dutch influencers—they're the bigger influencers, but they're on TV shows now. They're on magazine covers. Yeah. They're celebrities at this yeah, point yeah, in the yeah. Netherlands, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a very that's very interesting how that's different from this side of yeah. the ocean, basically, yeah. and that side of the ocean. It
0: is bizarre though, right? That like most people have no idea who we are. Mm-hmm. Like. You go walk down the street, like. Do
1: people not know who you are? I mean, people, I get why people. Most don't.
0: people do not know who I am. Oh, cool. Most people. Do you like that? Oh, I love it. That's the best part about YouTube. Is like, you get some of the perks of of people knowing yeah. you, fame, but then you don't get the a lot of the negatives of fame. That I can go down the street and like, okay, yeah, sometimes somebody yeah. will recognize me, but like, it's not all the time. It's not mm-hmm. like I have to. You know, like sorry guys, like I gotta go. No, it's not like that. Yeah. Like yeah, there's the time, uh, odd time where I'm like at the zoo with my kids, and I'm like, you know, Kai's freaking out, having a tantrum. I'm like, uh, oh, not on. right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I just nice talk about uh, But like, yeah, I I don't feel like I'm you know anyway impeded in life because mm-hmm. you know people are recognizing me or something like that.
1: I think that's a very interesting conversation because when I talk to some non YouTubers. Um, and I talk about fame because mm. I, I think it's my worst nightmare mm, just yeah. because I love being anonymous. Oh yeah. I, I value
0: love, it a lot. Right? Yeah. I
1: just love that. I'm especially, that's what I love about being, being in the Netherlands because no one knows me. Mm. I mean, I've been recognized, I've been recognized once in Paris, which was so strange to me. And then I think in the Apple store in my city, I've been recognized, but other than that, nothing. And I love it because I I don't. I don't know. Also, maybe I'm a little bit too paranoid to be famous, you know, like I <laughs> I rather be a nobody and I love yeah. it. But then people who don't do YouTube, they're like, oh, yeah, but you signed up for it. You know, you're mm. choosing that life. Yeah. Like, no, you don't yeah. choose. T- I mean, some people definitely choose to be famous. Yeah. But a lot of us, we're just doing what we want to do. We just want to yeah. make videos.
0: But I mean, I would say we are choosing it. Yeah. Well, because if you weren't choosing it, then you wouldn't be posting videos online.
1: I, so I think we're not, or at least for me, I don't know about you, but I think we're on the same page. I don't think we choose it. I think we accept it.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I guess I, it's a it's question just, of want, maybe yes, more so. Yes, like, so, I don't necessarily want it, yeah. but I know it's a necessary evil yeah. or whatever you want to call it of of this world. And I know that I, I'm able to do the things because of this, mm-hmm. like, yeah. quote unquote, fame. Yeah um so in that sense i mean that we choose it because yeah, like you can't sure. do you you, you want to be a youtuber and not have subscribers like okay then go and do something else you know go like to that, vimeo yeah 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 go to vimeo yeah that you won't have any anybody following you on there so. <laughs> yeah that's um, true. but it's it's like you know a lot of people say things like you know oh i don't care about money money's evil mm. and it's like well no like money it, it can be really great if you use it well like you can you can, like, unlock some really cool oh, doors and do some really cool things. Like, yeah. the fact that I was able to uh, executive produce Danny Gewurz's feature film, like, if I didn't have money, I couldn't do that. And yeah. then Danny couldn't make his feature film. And, you know, like, the the snowball effect of that. And so, yeah. like, yeah, money is, is... It doesn't make you happy, necessarily. Up to a certain point, sure, yeah. it helps. It doesn't make you happy. It doesn't, doesn't make you fulfilled or anything like that. But... It can have some really great perks yeah. if used right, you know. Yeah,
1: what I always say is, money doesn't buy you happiness, but it comes with a lot of benefits. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's and good, it's yeah. so true. I, I I love money because I've been without money, and without the money, I wouldn't have been able to come here to hang out with my friends to yeah. do all of these things, yeah, right? Exactly. Um. So yeah, it definitely it comes with a lot of benefits. Yeah,
0: and I think that's the same with fame, right? Like yeah, true. Like fame can be really bad and like can yeah. be used badly. And, and if that's all you're going after then like, man, your life is gonna be real empty, but it can also have some perks. It's also nice. Like I uh, I still remember this one time I went, uh, we were flying into Iceland, which I'm flying tomorrow too. And like, as soon as I landed, we were walking, like had to like walk off the airplane and some kid was like, hey buddy!" And I was like, it right away made me feel like, oh, I have friends here. Like yeah. this is nice. Like, right? you know, it yeah. made me feel good. Even though I was tired and everything, but it made me feel good that, like, oh, like, you know, I have I have companions here, you know, <laughs> like it's, people, yeah. you know. Yeah,
1: that's the coolest thing that wherever you go, you'll have a friend. Yeah. You'll have at least one friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's it's also just, I think that what a lot of i don't know if a lot of people feel this about youtube but what i love so much about youtube is that you can be your authentic self and people will love you for it right you don't have to be any kind of version of yourself you no. can just be your authentic weird self because you're in your own room yeah. with your camera and, and in people fact, will love it
0: people will love it more if yeah. you are the more you you are yourself the more people love it yeah you know, yeah. like it, people can, in a, in YouTube videos, people can like sense really quickly if you're faking it. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you're not being like yourself in a way, like it doesn't, it doesn't translate well. No, you for know? sure. People don't like that. I don't think. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think that when we start YouTube, a lot of people will feel like they have to be a certain way. Yeah. yeah and then for sure. the longer they do it, yeah. the more they calm down and they oh, actually so become it. their own version. Yeah. Or if people watch for example, your videos a lot before they start their own channel, you'll see that these videos are all like Maddie style videos yeah, until or they find. Peter style videos. But oh, first, there, is a, but first. there are so many Peter style videos. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: And then, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think like um, in the sense that like, yeah, everybody's got to start somewhere. And yeah. like I copied, you know, some filmmaker dude and tried to emulate their style and then, you know, like, Got a bit better and like slowly developed my own mm. style, my own way of doing things. But like you can't, you can't just like you know think about things and try to develop your own style. It comes yeah. from you know imitating, trying things, doing things, and then like. But if you always just like copy and stay in somebody else's style, then like I, I think you're doing yourself a disservice because that's For not sure. you. Yeah, and you you could do a lot better if you were just yourself. Agreed. Um. And then always everybody will see you as, oh, you're just, you're just copying, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Have you
0: had any of that? I'm always curious because I like, I was clearly not the first filmmaker on YouTube, Mm -hmm. me and Peter, but me and Peter kind of like made like a new style of filmmaking photography channel. Um, without realizing it we didn't know what the heck we were doing we just (laughs) we just got lucky with timing and everything but then like you guys who came later on yeah do you feel a weird sense of like um people might think that i'm copying peter oh we get it all the time it's
1: it's one of those things um i mean sometimes i even get it now where even if even if I come up with a video idea first, or if I did a thing first, if it's like a bigger creator who's doing it then too, then yeah. I'm still oh you're doing the Peter McKinnon thing or yeah. you're doing the Maddie Can't thing. Can't believe you
0: copied. Right?
1: Even though if you look at the dates, yeah. I might have done it first. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think um, I think that definitely that definitely happens. But at the same time, I think that it's also a compliment. You know? Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, some people, especially in the beginning, they're like, oh, you're the female Peter McKinnon. I'm like, well. Uh, but thank you <laughs> yeah, it, because it's it's sure. still a compliment <laughs> yeah, right yeah. um but yeah it's hard to it's hard to uh find your own identity yeah um because a lot of not necessarily because you, you're doing your own thing but a lot of people will try to compare you to everyone else so it's yeah. kind of hard to be your own oh yeah uh, person on youtube
0: and there's like a, a reason why a lot of people do things and it's like oh if that's a good good thing good reason good thing that i can take into my film like why not like i remember true when I started YouTube, Casey was still, like, he was, you know, huge, going full on. And, like, I got a boosted board. And, like, that, that that's, like, the one one time I can vividly remember people being, like, oh, you're just trying to be, like, Casey kind of thing. But um, I recognized that it, well, A, it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. But, B, having something like a one, and then I transitioned to a one. One wheel is a way more interesting Uh, storytelling tool Mm -hmm. than walking (laughs) right like if i'm like all right i'm gonna go to you know peter's office yeah and i just found myself walking like okay it might be cool once but if it's always just me walking yeah whereas like me one wheeling is like you're moving fast you're on this thing it's like you can film the one wheel yeah yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Somebody's got to be the run run guy (laughs) who just runs everywhere
1: i mean i'm the bike girl (laughs) i bike everywhere on my on my dutch bike
0: biking is very hard because where do you put you can't hold a camera well and stuff like that it's like it's much harder that's why i love the one because your hands are free you can just film are you allowed to
1: do that Is it legal to one wheel? Yeah, to be on your phone or film something while you're on your one wheel?
0: I don't think. Well, I mean, first of all, I don't even know if one wheels are are (laughs) (laughs) legal or not. At one point, I think like electric skateboards weren't legal, but it's like this weird gray area. But there's definitely no laws. See, we and you guys have laws like that because you guys bike, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody bikes here. Yeah, like that's a very rare thing. Like, okay, yeah, people bike, but like you go to a high school and there's five bikes out, out in front. oh yeah you yeah know? whereas like you go to high school in, in europe bikes. and it's like hundreds of bikes yes sets, you know yes. and so you guys have to have <laughs> laws like that like no yeah. so you're is that an actual law that you can't be on your phone while yes. you're biking
1: you will get you will get a fine for it <laughs> but also funny fun fact i don't have a driver's license i bike everywhere yeah you don't
0: need to yeah. right yeah that's the but yeah here you can you if you want to be on your phone on your bike you won't get taken Wow! <laughs> yeah.
1: Even though I think that maybe here it's, it's more dangerous to bike them because oh, it's yeah. not. yeah,
0: And that's probably why people don't, well, distances <laughs> are far and yeah, there's no like bike lanes yeah. or like any infrastructure yeah. related to, I mean, again, there are some, but not, not to the same extent. <laughs> I love that. That's a, that's a lot. I bet you it's a lot here too. Just nobody follows it. Yeah. Um, okay. Talking about money. Can i ask what are the ways that you make money from your youtube channel
1: um there is a few ways now i'm still working on expanding it okay. um so first we obviously have adsense mm-hmm. um it's great yeah then we have sponsorships um i sell some digital products mm-hmm. i have affiliates so affiliate links um yeah. so I'm part of different affiliate programs i feel like there's more um
0: and if you had to rank them in order of what makes you the most money what are the most important areas
1: oh sponsorships are the most most lucrative for sure yeah, yeah yeah i think that sponsorships they pay definitely pay the most um i do want to so my goal for 2022 which is not working out was to create a course so that would have been another which would hopefully be ranking number two Courses are tough. It yeah. takes so
0: much work and so much effort.
1: Yeah, so I still haven't done that. But yeah. <laughs> that was that's gonna be a twenty twenty three goal. Um and then I think gosh, I don't know actually. Um so definitely sponsorships first. Yeah. Then I think for me my AdSense is not that high, to be honest. So I think maybe between AdSense and affiliate it's somewhere there. Right, yeah. Um and digital products are actually doing much better now, so that I see I see an incline there. Nice. So but yeah, definitely just sponsorships, number one. <laughs> what it's about in, you?
0: It's interesting how, yeah, sponsorships definitely nowadays, but it didn't used to be up until like, well, a I, I didn't do, I, I um, like had a strategy of saying no to mm. more of them. I wanted to, you know, A, there's probably a little bit of the like, oh, I'm not going to be a sellout, you know, a little bit of that. been there
1: I'm still kind of there so yeah
0: (laughs) I don't want to sell out (laughs) yeah Um, and I I also thought about like if every video has a sponsored thing in it like it can be annoying for the audience Mm, and so I wanted my videos to just be like as fun as possible for people Um, but I also think You know, I started in 2017. I don't think sponsorships were as lucrative or as good back Mm -hmm. then. And then they also asked for you know like old school traditional media stuff, which was just like it made it a big headache. I was like, I don't want to deal with this. And also, when you uh, the smaller you are, I think the more you have to deal with agencies. So agencies will try to find you know smaller creators to work with and do these kind of like quote unquote smaller deals. Yeah. Um, And the agencies just f things up a lot of times you know the agencies uh just make it a lot more like tricky whereas if i can just talk to the brand it'd be very simple very easy there's no miscommunications there's no broken telephone it doesn't take weeks exactly you don't have to send it to the the agency who then sends it to the brand and then it comes back and then and so all of that stuff i just didn't enjoy it as much in the beginning and now i feel i feel like i've figured out a way to like it that that makes sense for me Mm. and it also is much more lucrative nowadays Um, yeah brand deals are the first then probably my digital products then probably AdSense and affiliates I feel like are like nowadays they affiliates go up and down AdSense is very consistent for me it's like yeah it's like slowly increases but sometimes it's up sometimes it's Mm -hmm. a little down but very consistent Um, I feel like affiliates you know like amazon affiliates used to be really good for me now i think i think i assume it's because of the attp or whatever the apple app transparency tracking i think that what's happening is that the amazon links don't get tracked properly anymore and so like before they got tracked really well that if somebody clicked yeah then like you would get that money from Mm -hmm. now i feel like we're missing out on a lot of it even if people click you're not always getting it necessarily because of these app tracking issues nowadays um, so like uh, Amazon affiliates, I, I used to make like five, six, seven thousand $7,000 sometimes wow. a month on, on Amazon affiliates. And I was like, oh, that's huge. Now yeah. they're way down for me. Mm-hmm. But then other affiliate links will do really well. And so like it's... Uh, and that's, yeah. that was always my strategy when I started. It was like multiple revenue streams. Yes, that's so so if one goes thing. down, it's okay. Yeah. Like this one might go up or I still have yeah. five other ones. But it's interesting you talk about the courses. When I started doing YouTube, I, I set myself... Um, a few different goals. One was to, um, get a million views. Um, one was to get a hundred thousand subscribers in my first year, which was like the, uh, whatever crazy audacious goal that like wasn't going to happen. So
1: wait, you started YouTube because you wanted to be a full-time YouTuber. That was your goal.
0: No. Uh, so I, I actually didn't even want to be the face of the channel. I tried to find somebody else to be like the face yeah. of the channel. Um, but what I did want was I wanted freedom in my in my work. That's Mm. what I wanted. And YouTube was the best way of getting that freedom. So I didn't actually want to be a YouTuber necessarily. I just knew that that was the best way for me to be able to do the work that I want to do when I want to do it and not have to wait for anybody else to like, hey, would you like to do this job? You know, I hated that when I was freelancing because you never knew when, where, what, you know. And so you know it's fine when you're single whatever you don't have that many expenses then you get married you have a little bit more expenses yeah. you get a mortgage or a house and you have kids and like i knew once i have kids like i don't want to be relying on just freelance money and so uh, yeah youtube was the best way to kind of like have more control over everything and do the the work that mm-hmm. i would want to do and so i had the hundred thousand uh subscribers what am I missing? I'm missing something. Anyways, one of the goals that I put down was to make five. I already had, I already had one uh, wedding film making course. And I was like, I'm gonna make five courses in the first year. Five? I did zero. Uh, maybe I did <laughs> one. I think I maybe did one. That was all, out of all the goals yeah. that I wrote down, like that wasn't even the crazy one, the course in my mind. But, like, that was the one that, like, didn't didn't happen, you know? Yeah,
1: it's it's tough, man. I really thought that I would have time because it was like, oh, I have the entire year, and now yeah. it's Q4, and yeah. I haven't even started <laughs> brainstorming. I know the topic of the course, yeah. but that's basically it.
0: Oh, I've even written down a few different courses. And and we, me and Peter, actually, we're going to make a course together. We even Ooh. filmed, like, the intro for it. Nice. Where's that course? No idea. Like, you know, we would never... And, uh, that's actually one of the things that we're, we're trying to figure out with Tyler and some other people, like a, a better way of, of, you know, disseminating that information mm-hmm. without having to, you know, work for months yeah. to get this course. Cause yeah. that's, it's really hard when yeah. you're already doing all your, you know, <laughs> YouTube is already a lot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it is a lot. I think, I think what's interesting, what you mentioned before about, um, Amazon and the tracking that didn't work well it it, it This it, is half speculation. I don't know if we don't know. We're speculating. But I think that's very interesting because um for both of us, brand deals are the most lucrative. That being said, brand brands they measure the conversion right Mm, and a conversation that i have with some of the brands is like okay you know we have this link but i feel like we're mostly planting seats yeah because i remember watching your videos and these videos and you were doing all of these things with epidemic sound for example but i didn't immediately buy you know a subscription until i needed it Mm -hmm. and i think that that is a very interesting conversation to have with a lot of brands yeah um because they're usually looking also I make a lot of evergreen content so mm. you know in the first month it might just not be outperforming but let's look in a few months or in a year yeah. it's going to be it, it will have over a hundred thousand views or more you know yeah um so that is a very interesting discussion to have
0: it it's uh, that's why i still like the brand money that people are getting paid is already crazy like mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. pretty like holy crap um but I think it's still very low actually because it is based mostly on ROI, how yeah. much you're actually bringing in. And there's little to no value on the brand value that you're bringing to that other brand. And so like when you say I like Adobe products, yeah, that means a lot. Whether or not they go and buy a subscription yeah. right away from that, you saying that, that's a different question. Like that's yeah. also would be nice, but that might not happen. Yeah. And they might not just they might just not use your link either if the company doesn't set up a good like incentive to use that link yeah. if there's no 30% off or you know whatever if this incentive isn't enough they might not just use your link or they might use a friend's link but you yeah. first told them about that product, and then they see it on another person's video, and then they finally use that link. Yeah, and so yeah, you're you're right. That's a lot of people. Um, there's sometimes still very rarely a company will be like, "Hey, we we would love to work with you. Mm-hmm. We really value what you do. Uh, here's an affiliate link, and uh, you can make a video, yeah. and like you'll get thirty percent of whatever." And yeah. I'm like, "Listen, like, I, why would I take?" all of the risk here because I don't know if your product is even going to appeal to my audience in the way that you think it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if the affiliate link that you're giving has enough incentive for people to actually use it and you're not valuing my brand value at all. Like Mm -hmm. the fact that I'm getting your company out to a hundred thousand people or whatever it is, 50,000 people That they hear who you are yeah like where's the value like where are you valuing that you know
1: and i think what's really important to remember is that you're giving them a lifelong ad yeah yeah, it will be in your videos forever yeah yeah so that 30-day performance i mean it you'll get eyeballs on this forever especially with our kind of content with tutorials and you know reviews that will live for a very long time yeah um, but,
0: but I think about it like, you know, you're in a, you're in, you know, uh, the Scotiabank arena, which is our, our arena. I think uh-huh. it seats around 20 to 30,000 people. How much does an ad, you put an ad in that arena, how much yeah. does that cost somebody? Mm. And what demographic are you like? You don't even know who's going to see that plus there's no link to click there's no nothing like and companies and pay spend, a lot yes, of money for spend that a lot of money on that. also commercials everything yeah. On TV. yeah tv commercials like you know there's no there's how are they measuring roi on that they right? can't but right? then they're
1: like oh maddie we can we can we can give you two hundred dollars yeah because, you know, <laughs> yeah mm, yeah
0: I, I play actually very hard ball like at least i, th- I think i do with with brands mm-hmm. because i i think i i understand my value and there's there's a lot of companies that want that. And I only have a few videos a yeah. month to put, you know, an ad on. And so I always aim pretty high. And especially if it's like, oh, we're super busy. And like, you know, there's yeah. a lot going on. We'll just throw out stupid numbers that like, I don't even think are going to go through. And a lot of times they go through and they're like, yeah, let's go. I was like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, let's do it, you yeah, know? That's great. Um, I, but I think a lot of people, a lot of creators because they're not as business minded they don't know how to do that. Yeah. They don't know how to value them, their, themselves as well. Yeah. You
1: know? And I think this space is pretty, it's not really transparent when it comes to numbers, right? Oh so yeah. It's it's it's, co- it's also quite tough, especially when you're starting out. I feel like now I have a good understanding of what a charge and, you know, I have a very open conversation with my friends about, you know, what we all charge and it's not a matter of, oh, they charge this much. So I'm going to charge the same, but you have yeah. a better understanding of the ballpark. Yeah. of sure. um, But yeah, it's, it's 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 a tough area to navigate through when you're just starting out um, yeah. with how much to charge. I did study business in school, so I feel like I have the best of both worlds. Yeah. I know how to do business and I know how to make vids. So, That's good. Yeah. I
0: always t- like say to like creatives who are like real creatives, like artist people, I'm like, man, you should be going to business school, not art school. Yeah. Because like, the art stuff comes naturally, right? Yeah. The business stuff doesn't come naturally to most creatives Mm -hmm. they just like and if they just understood the business side or like worked on a little bit more man the doors that would open up for those people and they could do so much more of the things that they really want to do um but then yeah people don't focus on the business side and then you're you're kind of a struggling artist all all the time you know um we actually we've mentored a few different youtube channels with with tyler and like It's that feeling of like, oh, I feel so bad because you could be doing so much better with just a few small tweaks, Mm -hmm. you know, a few ongoing like, you know, like, hey, you know, this way, not that way. Um, Do it this way. Even like little things like, you know, Amazon affiliate link. Like you could just put a link in your description and say like, um, you know, here's the camera I use, Canon R5. Mm -hmm. Well, then why is anybody going to click on that link? Whereas like if you you clickbait the link with like my favorite camera to use for my youtube channel well to find out what that camera is they have to click on that link and now you have at least a chance of them buying something later on from amazon and like little things like that people just don't think about and they make a a drastic difference to to your business you know yeah what's been um what's been the best thing about youtube so far for you
1: i think the community yeah to be honest just um my friends and being on twitter and in the and just in the comments and everything just meeting people and just hanging out with them online that for me is worth everything Mm -hmm. um and being obviously being able to do there's nothing that i would rather do than what i'm doing right now so i feel like that is a big gift but definitely my community like the whole i don't know it just (laughs) I, i i love it so much um yeah, so community, I'd say.
0: And what's the hardest things about being a YouTuber now? You've been you've been in this for two years now, basically um, a year and a half, two years.
1: Full time. Well, full time, yeah. One and a half, yeah, yeah. yeah. The hardest thing is juggling everything. I feel like <laughs> it's it's very tough. Um, I am struggling a lot. So I feel like everyone kind of goes through this. I have this quarterly YouTube crisis that I go through. I message my friends. I'm like, yo, I'm being very dramatic about it because. You know, when you do it for a living and when it's your business, there's money involved. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a creative. Like I want I started YouTube because I just wanted to make vids. I love storytelling. I just want to do creative projects. Um but that won't bring me the money that mm-hmm. I need in order to continue to do this. Yeah. So it's always that back and forth. And then, you know, I'll get to a point where like, okay, I know what I'm gonna do and I have this plan. And then after two months, I'm, I'm, I message my friends again. I'm like, hey, I'm back. Kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do because, you know, we have all of these analytics that we have to look at, but I don't want to look at them. <laughs> I just want to make this. Uh, so I think that is probably the hardest part is navigating through, I just want to make videos and this is also a business now Mm. you know yeah especially when you have people that depend on you um yeah what about you what is your what's the hardest part for you
0: i think my the hardest thing for me right now is that there's just so many things that i would like to do Mm. there's so many doors that are are now open and i just don't have the time for all of them yeah even right now i feel like uh like i feel like i might have to close some doors because there's so many doors open right now that Mm -hmm. like um yeah you're never gonna you're never gonna be able to do all the things you want to do yeah and there's always gonna be better and more and you know
1: what a great problem to have though no but that's That's for everybody in
0: the end that's like you know life is an infinite amount of you know opportunities if you just want to go for it like you work hard um, but you're, you're never going to be able to do all the things you want to mm. do. And that's the same thing with your, your work life, your, you know, your social life with your retirement, you're never going to be able to do all the things on your bucket list. Cause there's going to be more that come on there yeah. once you finish them. Oh, that would be nice too. Um, and so it's that, it's kind of that realization now it's like, okay. Uh, you know, I don't like saying no to things, but like, if I say yes, I'm saying no to a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. Cause it's taking up my time now. Um, and then, of course, I have kids, I have family, you know, like, and so all this stuff. That's the hardest thing, I think, right now. It's just like, and I don't want to. I think it's the saddest thing when somebody burns out doing what they love doing. Mm. And so, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And so I would much rather be like cognizant of like, okay, what's happening? You know, is this too much? Okay, like reevaluate. Like, and like you know, COVID life was very weird and like you had all this extra time in a way and so like i was like oh let's do this let's do this and now now we're not in covid world and it's like oh okay well let's reevaluate. like Mm -hmm. what's you know what should we we be doing still you know yeah um what would you if somebody wanted to start a youtube channel right now what kind of advice would you give them
1: make sure that you do it for the right reasons and when i say right reasons (laughs) it's like do it because you love it. Because I think that if you want to start a YouTube channel because you want to be famous or you want money, you're gonna be severely disappointed and you're gonna be burned out. Yeah. That's what I think. I think that if you love what you do and you can wait to make more videos and it's just the just the thing that you live and breathe every day, yeah. you're gonna be fine.
0: And I would expand to that, that it doesn't actually be have it doesn't have to be the the making the videos part that you have mm-hmm. to love. Yeah. It has to be the the thing that you're doing in the yeah. videos. So, like for us, it's one and the same. You yeah, know? we're making videos about filmmaking. It's like a little bit of a weird niche in that that sense. But, like, if you're like, oh, I'm gonna start a finance channel. Finance channels are popping right now, and you don't actually like finance, yeah. or like you're not you're not constantly watching finance videos and reading blogs and listening yeah. to podcasts about finance. Then, that's the wrong channel for you to start. Absolutely. You will hate it. And you're right, if you, anytime somebody starts, I don't know if you've seen it, anytime somebody starts with the like, I'm going to make money or I'm going to get famous. Yeah. Never works out.
1: No, it It doesn't. It never works out. I've heard so many people say, I'm going to be the next blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be the next blah, blah, blah. But (laughs) then they realize how much time it takes and how much effort. Because I think that a lot of people still think that Being on YouTube means making cute little videos on the internet Mm. while there's an entire business and we're working probably more than a lot of people that we know, but we love what we do. But that's why it's so important to love what you do. Mm. Um, It could be the topic. It could be just making the videos. I have a question for you. Mm. Would you, would you, is there anything else that you would like to, no, wait, let me rephrase that. Sometimes, let's just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it to me. Sometimes Mm. I feel like, it would have been better to not start a YouTube about, or a YouTube channel about filmmaking, filmmaking. Mm. but use my filmmaking and my, sto- and my yeah. love for storytelling for anything else. Yeah. Do you ever feel that way?
0: I personally don't feel okay. like that because filmmaking is my, yeah. is my yeah. like, I was, you know, I started, I didn't grow up thinking like, I want to be a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. I, d- I hated art class, all that. I would have never taken a photography class in high school or anything yeah. like that. Never um and then i was like i don't know it was probably like 20 21 or something like that 22 i used to skate like our uh, film skate videos and stuff like that that was like my that's you know? so classic yeah exactly <laughs> that's all i did and then like when i was like around 21 or something like that 22 i was like oh like hmm, like cameras and video. like we started taking some photos and videos my yeah. brother got a dslr first i was like oh this is interesting we started making some other videos and then i started making some church videos and then i started making some other videos and then like, I was literally watching, like, video co-pilot tutorials, which are, like, After Effects tutorials, trying yeah. to figure out this, like, filmmaking thing just because I thought it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really interesting. Yeah. Um. And then I was like, oh, okay, we have this camera gear and stuff, and, like, we're, we we kind of know what we're doing. Like, let's shoot a wedding. We didn't know what we're doing. Let's shoot a wedding. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then, like, we made money. It's like, whoa, you can make money? Like, we're just, like, we're still learning, but, like, you can make money. Yeah. Um. And so, like, it, and and I, I, so I really love this area, but I also, which I think a lot of people might not have is like, I really like teaching people. Yeah. Like I could have been a teacher. I, oh, even in in like, you know, high school, I like teaching like my friend, like, oh, here's how to do this math thing, you know? Um, and so like it fits for me really well, but for most people, I would say, especially nowadays, I was like, don't start a filmmaking channel yeah. just use your filmmaking skills what are you really into yeah that you would like just day in day out watch videos about you could talk mm-hmm. to your friends about and then do it around that yeah. but just use your skills like my friend i don't know if you know steve antonioni cash college mm. he's like especially as newsville he's like pushing the boundaries on like filmmaking and he's not even like he is a finance dude yeah who's like picked up filmmaking he's really good like better than most of us filmmaker people that's awesome um and he's perfect example of like he sets himself apart because he's able to tell stories visually and Mm. like creatively in finance you know it's not just him sitting there talking about money it's like this whole interesting short film thing yeah um yeah yeah, Do you I, regret it then?
1: No, I don't so that's the thing. Like, there's nothing more I'd rather do than fi- like, I love filmmaking. And if you would ask me, like, okay, what would you do on YouTube then if it wasn't the filmmaking yeah. niche, I wouldn't know because I love I yeah, love yeah. it. So that but, is the thing. Yeah, but I, I I do feel like sometimes if you would take those skills into any other niche it would really be successful because the filmmaking niche can be quite competitive. Everyone is so good at filmmaking in this niche, you know? But I love it. But There's- you don't have
0: to be the best. I'm definitely not the best filmmaker in the world, by far. Like, oh, so not even close. Like. There are so many way more talented filmmakers mm. than I am.
1: Denny is great, but, by the way. Exactly. Yeah. Like Danny Givert's
0: way better filmmaker than I am. Like, well, I'm way not better. saying that, but he's great. 100% <laughs> way better filmmaker than I am. Um, but like nobody can be me, mm, you know? Yeah. Nobody can make my stupid videos the way I make them nobody can teach (laughs) in the way that I teach you know like people could try but it doesn't work out it's not their style it's my style Mm. um and so yeah I don't I don't feel that pressure of like you know now I I do understand what you're talking about it's like you know look at look how many videos Mr. Beast or Eric is getting like uh, views are their views are insane and my views are just small you know but actually like per subscriber per view Mm. you have a a chance to make a way bigger business True. than an Eric can or a mr beast well maybe mr beast because he's you know a different level mr. now beast but, is very but like general. trying to do like a prank channel you know yeah. or something that's like that that sort of category it's gonna get a ton of views yeah um but like is a brand going to want to advertise in your video? Mm. Maybe not. Okay. What brand would advertise? What's your actual demographic? Like, you know, you have specific, like, you know, and so I, in my, you know, going back to the fame thing, this is the perfect niche. True. You don't have to be big. Yes. Very true. Like you are, you are big already. You have a lot of following, but like you don't have to be, you know, Mm -hmm. Iraq big. That's true. You know, that's
1: true. Yeah. No. I mean, when so when, when I was in LA, shout out to my friends Hayden and Ashley. They're great. I was I was with them. Hayden Peterson. Uh, Hillier Smith. Oh, Hayden. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah okay. And he was working on this edit, and I was working on this edit with him. We're like, I was just yeah. kind of looking over his shoulder, giving him some some suggestions, and. I was like, I love this. I love filmmaking. I love mm. editing. I love the storytelling. I love yeah. all of it. So yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just one of those things that's just a random thought in my head, but then I also won't know what else I would want to do. Listen,
0: everybody, everybody at some point has this feeling of like, should I pivot?
1: Mm. Yeah. And, it,
0: and I think it comes, I think it mostly comes from like maybe a little bit of like boredom that like, oh, it'd be nice to do something else. Yeah. But then it also comes from like, I'm not just a filmmaker guys, you know, like yeah. I also, you know, I also really into this thing, you yeah. know, or that like, yeah. Like sometimes I think like, man, I, I really like snowboard. Like maybe I should just, I'll just take a hiatus and mm. do a snowboard channel, you know, like, or something yeah. like that. Or like, I like all these random extreme, extreme sports, you know, and that'd be fun. But yeah. like, mm, would it be like, do I really want to like, maybe I'll just keep that as my hobby. Like, and I can bring that into my videos now every yeah. once in a while. I think a lot about like a storyline and B storyline. B storyline, you can bring in anything. True. Anything you want. Like, oh, I bought an electric surfboard. You know, bring that mm. into your video. Um, me and Tyler want to go snowboard in Whistler. All right. What videos are we making while we're at <laughs> Whistler? You know, like, that's yeah. great. You know, true. So don't feel like you have to limit yourself. You know,
1: that's no, that's true. I do think that right now I'm very much into the whole like editing tutorial stuff, and I would like to expand that more because it was never my intention to become a tutorial yeah, yeah. channel. Yeah, yeah, That's kind of, but I do like my mom is a teacher, so I love to teach as well. It's kind of just oh, yeah. in in me. But there's also so, only so much you can teach, right? So you yeah. have to do things in yeah. order to then oh, yeah. have new things to teach. Yeah,
0: if you're not doing, then you're yeah, you're not yeah. you're not learning yourself anymore, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna. Run yeah. out. But it's also like I go through like these phases of like I started out doing tutorials and, and some travel videos and whatever. Um, and then I'm like, OK, I'm, I'm kind of bored of tutorial- doing tutorials. I'm just going to review gear. Whoa, wow. These videos are getting so many views. But then actually when you look at it, like the tutorials most of the time destroy the gear videos yeah. over time. Over time. absolutely. In the beginning, yeah. you get a lot of clicks on the gear stuff new, especially if you've got an embargo product or something. But then it plateaus. And then that's like. Yeah. That year, maybe you'll get a little bit more. Two years later, nobody's clicking on that video anymore. But you make a video on like transitions or something like that, and that could live for five years. I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm sure my How to Make GoPro Look Cinematic still gets views, even though none of that stuff is what I would do anymore. <laughs> I think I watched
1: that video. That is, like that is an old so, one. So right? it was
0: so good for that time, yeah. but now we're way past. Like I'm using like After Effects in there and stuff like that to defish and yeah. all that. Like, i would never do that now like that's stupid you know yeah um you got real steady now you shoot four by three <laughs> like you know maybe i should make a new version of how yeah. to make go production um but yeah pe- people still watch that you know mm. whereas like if i made a review about some camera back then nobody's watching that
1: yeah
0: know? listen i think we should go get some lunch or something some yes. food or something you know Chill for a bit. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast. I Thank appreciate you. you flying all the way from the Netherlands for this. I know this yes, podcast is is you. that big that Tyler knows. <laughs> thanks so much. We got to have you on me. here again when you move to Canada. You know. Yes. You come Let's go okay,
1: Thanks. <laughs> thanks.